How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hello, my writer friends. It is July 2021 as I'm recording this and summertime finally here. So of course I'm recording in my car in the mom van while the kids play at the park and the the older one plays soccer and my dog's next to me and you might hear some whining because she can't get out and play with the kids. And it's been weighing on me because I recorded the first two of a triple uh, episode series for traffic and never actually recorded the third one. So today we're going to wrap up our talk about traffic and um, and I have some fun stuff that I can share with you that you can try. I have some templates to share with you if you're interested. And uh, why not start with a catch-up on me and why it's been harder and harder for me to record the podcast. So I don't know if you've noticed, but I stopped doing interviews a, a few months back because, you know, the time to coordinate and schedule and fix it up and do all that. It just um, wasn't fitting into my schedule because my schedule has been packed a little bit more lately. I Since December, I have been working for a marketing agency. And so if you are on my email list, if you get if you get my messages, you'll know that. I started as an email marketer and going to circle back around to that in a little bit because if you've been listening for a while, you know how much I love email marketing. It's because it really does work. And there's a reason that it works. Well, there's a couple of reasons that it works. So I'll circle around back to that in a little bit. But for right now, I just wanted to let you know that I haven't forgotten you and I really do still love helping and providing some guidance and insight when it comes to book marketing. But the time just hasn't been there for me because of this work I'm doing with the marketing agency. And it's been so fun. So I get to write for a honey company and a cleaning company and a local dentist and quite a few others. And recently I've started sitting in on the growth strategy sessions too. And so y'all know I have all these ideas all the time, right? I actually get to think about what would work for these particular companies as far as growing, making sales, generating revenue, right? And uh, I get to help them implement. So it's really exciting. But of course it does take up my time more, even more, right? Add on to that the summer and the kids home and wanting to be outside and time's just as at a premium. And it's, it's funny that I say that because I mean, when is it not at a premium? It just feels like it's hard right now. And I'm sure that you understand if you're listening, because I'm sure that it feels hard for you right now, no matter what season of life or uh, what journey of your book, you know, you are in. So we talked for the last two uh, episodes about traffic and I, I'll come clean. I'm recording in my car on my phone and I can't remember, you know, absolutely 100% what all I talked about on the last two episodes. So there might be some overlap. There might be some kids screaming at the park, but that's okay, right? I wanted to talk and I wanted to phrase this conversation differently than I've phrased it in the past because I think it will uh, really help with the clarity when you're thinking about your book marketing. So often what happens is 
I mean, of course, we get the idea for a story and we, we decide to either pursue it or not pursue it. We, we learn about publishing and the different ways to publish and we decide to go for it or we don't go for it. And in that capacity, in that regard, we are being proactive, right? We have to reach out and find an illustrator. We have to reach out and find an editor. We have to reach out and hopefully, please, find some beta readers that are children. We have to be proactive in all of those pieces of the book publishing uh, puzzle. We have to really, really put ourselves out there. It's stuff that we do. We have to do. We have a checklist, (laughs) the never-ending checklist. We have to do it. We're being proactive, right? Something happens after we publish, after we push the big red publish button. We don't, usually we don't have a background or experience in, in marketing of any kind, never mind book marketing. And we don't know what to do. Let's just put it out there. Most of us, we don't know what to do. And so we look around and we kind of do what we think we should do, right? Which is inevitably posting on social media. So while you're posting on social media, like you are doing something, you have to come up with the images and you have to come up with the captions. You are doing something, but at the end of the day, you're still doing something that you are putting out into the world and crossing your fingers and hoping somebody finds you and discovers you and then buys your book. So in that way, in that regard, it's still a reactionary activity that you're doing. You're not being proactive. You're doing something, yes, you're posting on social, but you're posting on social and then you're crossing your fingers and waiting. And that's what makes it a reactive strategy. You're just hoping somebody's going to comment. You're hoping somebody's going to find you and DM you. You're hoping somebody's going to, of their own accord, fall in love with you and click the link in bio and buy your book. And so that's the difference that I want to talk about today. That proactive versus reactive difference in the activities that you do. So tell me if this sounds familiar. Have you ever, you know, sat down for your three hours of allotted book marketing time and at the end of it thought, what did I do? What did I do? Maybe you hung out in a writing Facebook group. Maybe you did your social scheduling, your social posting, all that kind of stuff. But what did you do? And so this is the stage where people kind of start realizing, well, shoot, like, do I have a business? Is this actually a business? Is this just an expensive hobby? Because you don't feel businessy. You don't feel like you're doing any business activities. And it's because, I'm sorry to say, you're not. You're not really. You're doing these reactionary type things. You're crossing your fingers and you're hoping that people will find you and buy your book. And I'm just going to go ahead and guess that it's not really working. And the reason it's not working is because of the noise out there. You might have the best social captions, the best social posts ever, but chances are good if that's all you're doing, it's not going to be successful for you. And when you look at those accounts that have tons of engaged followers and they're killing it, you don't see the behind the scenes activities that you're doing. You see the post, you see the comments, you see the stories, you see the reels, what have you. But what you don't see is anything that they're doing behind the scenes. Anything on the back end is basically invisible. So you don't see them reaching out to influencers, reaching out to other um, people in their network, etc. You don't see that proactive activity. You only see the social posts. And then you're wondering, well, why isn't that working for me? And so I've been thinking about this a lot lately because you may or may not know this. I've, I've launched a book marketing agency because 
like I said right at the beginning, I love to help authors, right? I love to help you make your dreams come true when it comes to your book. And I've been where you are, so I know how uh, overwhelming it is, how you have the 20,000 things on your to-do list, and you're not sure where to start, and you aren't sure what's going to work, what's going to move the needle on, so it ends up feeling like spaghetti thrown at the wall, and it is a little bit spaghetti thrown at the wall, and that's just how it is, because you, you have no experience most often, so you don't know where to start. So over the past two shows, we've talked about traffic. So I'm just going to briefly recap, I hope, what I said, which is you can think of traffic as like what you need. It's the necessary, right? Before you make sales, you need people to be aware of who you are and who, what your book is and what the benefit is, you know, what the point of it is. You need people. And it's a numbers game. So if only three people know about your book, even if you get a 100% conversion, well, then you're done. You need those three people to tell three people to tell three people. And you also maybe need more than three people in the first place to find out, to become aware of your book. It's a numbers game, like I said. So once you get lots of people becoming aware of you, becoming aware of your book, some percentage of those people will purchase and hopefully some percentage will share with their friends. That's why you need the traffic. So one way that you can get traffic proactively is to reach out to, let's say, podcasts. So podcasts whose audience are made up of people who would buy your book. You don't want to just sort of think of parents, but maybe parents of four-year-old boys, parents of seven-year-old girls, parents of kids who are scared of the dentist, right? Try to niche it down. And then you need to proactively reach out to those podcast hosts and pitch yourself. Same goes with a blog. If there's a popular blog that you feel like would be a good match and gets a lot of engagement, lots of comments, or maybe it's one that just gets a lot of coverage, they're doing a good job, you need to pitch yourself. So this is another proactive activity that no one would see because it's behind the scenes, it's invisible. So when you become more proactive, this is the magical shift in your thinking. And this is when you start to really feel like, hey, I I am a book business. I do have a book business. I'm doing these businessy things, these businessy activities, and it's getting me somewhere. And so that's how you can proactively get traffic. Posting on social is, you know, it's not as necessary, I think, as everybody thinks, It is important for sure to have a presence and to have that social proof because people are going to Google you, but it isn't, it shouldn't be the, the entire strategy from front to back. And I've struggled with this because you may or may not know I've launched a done for you book marketing agency because I realize not everybody is as obsessive as I am. Not everybody wants to spend their downtime taking courses and reading books about this. Some people actually like to enjoy their free time with their families. I don't know. Crazy. So, so I realized not everybody wants to, or has the time or has the capacity, et cetera, to learn it for themselves and do it. Maybe they would learn it for themselves, but they might not still want to do it. Right. Time is at a premium for all of us all the time, not just during this heavy COVID pandemic time. It's always going to be an issue for us. I feel like no matter what, 
So I thought this would be a great thing. Give authors what they want, right? Authors want their social media taken care of for them. So I have different levels of service. I can write your captions for the month for you. I can do your captions and your images, or I can do all of it. I can schedule it for you. And then the list continues on from there. That's just social media. But it's this internal struggle for me because this is an example of me giving you what you want, but is it necessarily giving you what you need? And the answer must be no, because I'm not giving you those proactive strategies that you need. I'm not giving you the tips and tricks to be proactive. Up until now, at least I'm not sure that I have been, to be completely honest. And so I'd like to rectify that going forward. Some podcasts will be more thought exercises, for lack of a better way to say it, just things to, to talk about, to think about motivational, inspirational type things, and then hopefully some other proactive strategies that you can take and implement right away. Like, for example, pitching yourself to a blog or a podcast. Don't pitch me, please. I'm not doing interviews anymore. And my audience is not your audience, right? My audience is writers, authors, children's authors specifically, not parents looking for information about their kids. While there is some overlap and some of us are parents, yes, it's not the same thing. So all that to say, don't pitch me. So what I have for you today is email templates and actually something really fun that I've put together and it's like private message templates as well. So with email, email, what I was saying before, it's proactive. I mean, you are emailing somebody that you don't know. You're not waiting for an email to come to you. You are sending an email. Maybe it's to five people at a time, one person at a time, a hundred people at a time. If you are emailing a podcast host, if you are emailing a subscription box and asking for your book to be included, if you're emailing a a magazine or an online blog or forum of some kind, or you know a group admin on Facebook, That's proactive marketing behavior, and that's where the magic is going to happen. I've put together something called a pitch kit for you. It's three emails and those private message templates. It's all templates. You'll have to customize it all. But like I've said many times, that's like a drinking game. Every time Lori says she likes to help authors take a drink of coffee. So the pitch kit is $19. It's at my site, marketingforchildrensauthors.com. And it's right at the top, like in the banner announcement. So you can click and get to it really easily. So marketingforchildrensauthors.com. And then it's right at the top of that homepage there. It's $19. And here's what it has. The first email is a very polite, but catchy, like an interesting. This is not a boring thing because I wrote it. Catchy, interesting, and then you're going to have to customize it as far as can I be on your on your podcast or can I guest write for your blog or can I, you know, can my book go in your subscription box or whatever it is that you're going after. But you can use the same template and just customize it. What I like to say is you have to send that first email before you can send the second. And the second one is the one that people will actually respond to the majority of times. So you might get a handful of responses with the first one, but you'll get way more with the second follow-up one. And it's just because people are busy and their inboxes are busy and they get that first email and they think maybe that's spam, maybe that's a robot, maybe that's not real. I don't know. I don't trust it. So I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to delete it. And then they get a second one five days later and they go, oh, that was somebody real. Oh, and I actually, I'm enjoying these emails. They are interesting to read. Okay. Maybe I at least owe her an answer 
Even if it's a no, I'm going to reply. And even if it's a no, you still are polite and nice. And hey, if anything changes in three months, six months next year, like, do you mind if I email you again or, or let's stay in touch. And then after you have this email exchange, even if it's a no, remember, follow them on Facebook, follow them on LinkedIn, make connections on the other places and you'll be connected on all those channels and you'll be proactively using them in a new way than you've used them before, right? You'll be making friends intentionally and staying in touch with them and do the little notification. So when they post, you get a notification and you'll be the first one to comment all the time. And guess who loves that? Everybody, everybody loves their super fans. So you become a super fan of that podcast host or that blogger or that subscription box owner and watch the, and wait for the magic. Be patient. Don't watch it unfold. It's not going to happen like overnight, but wait for it. Three months down the line, they're going to know your name and they're going to uh, reach out to you. And that's a really cool place to be in. So then the third email is really, it's what I call the Hail Mary email. This is where you're not going to bug them forever. You're not going to follow up once every five days for five months. I guess you could. Some people do for sure. But this is just going to be your third attempt, your final one. It's your Hail Mary. It's your, here's what I want. I would like to send you 50 copies of my books for this price for you to include in your December subscription box for XYZ company because the purchasers of your subscription box will love it. And here's why. And it's a Hail Mary, cut out all the polite chit chat, all the cuteness and just tell them what you want. And that's what that is. And then in the DMs, this can be a little bit tricky, right? Because maybe it's an influencer you're trying to connect with in the DMs. Well, they get hundreds probably of DMs. So, so the DM uh, templates, there'll be a handful of those in there for you. And you can just see what works. And this is going to be something you're going to have to try. It's not a copy paste. It's not a blast everybody on your list or that you're friends with. Please, for the love, do not do that. It's strategic and proactive. And I think it's really going to move the needle for you. So I think that's it for this episode since my soccer practice, soccer practicing son is almost done here and they're going to bombard me fairly soon. Thank you for listening. And if you're like a dedicated listener, then I'm going to apologize for the big gaps in between shows, but life, right? If you're interested in done for you social media, let me know. If you're interested in more better complete strategy, let me know. Send me a message and I'll tell you what I can do for you. And if you're interested in the pitch templates, go to marketingforchildrensauthors.com and find them there. And I hope, hope, hope to not see you as much on social media, but I hope to get that positive vibe that you listen to me and you're doing all kinds of stuff in the background, invisibly, the proactive activities because you listen to Lori. So thank you, my friends, and I will speak at you soon. Bye for now.